mortal, half immortal, conceived and carried by this newborn while she was still human. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our program. <laughs> Why do we own this DVD? Your true host, Sean Takaki, and his wife, Diane. Diane and Sean. Yeah. Why do we own this DVD? Yeah. Why do we own the DVD? Represent Sean Takaki and his wife, Diane. Yeah. Just want to say, why do we own this DVD? Why? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. I am looking at your phone. For a brief moment, had forgotten what movie we watched. What? You haven't been thinking about it for 48 no, hours like me? No. 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 You want to say that again? Oh. To my face? Um. No. No. <laughs> I had a blast. For some reason, you were so like. Well, no, I mean, I. Okay. No. Okay, let's I, just say that word. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a, a minute to get back into the Twilight vibe, the groove. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it has been a few months. I don't remember um, when we did Breaking Dawn Part 1, but keep talking. Part, part of it was because for the first 15 minutes, I couldn't understand anything anyone was saying because they mumble. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I know that's like a Kristen Stewart Robert Pattinson thing. Like they, seemed, they tend to... But they seemed more mumbly. They were very mumbly. And yeah, I was like, maybe we should put on subtitles. But then it... Oh, so we did Breaking Dawn back in January. I mean, back uh, November 2022. So almost a year right. we did. It's been since we were in Forks. Um. Uh, and then... Well, and then, okay. I was constantly yelling at the screen for them mumbling and then and we see the baby and then everything changed. and no <laughs> then you got something else to direct your anger towards uh, well okay why would like obviously they used kind of a real baby well and i mean i kind of talk about this so it's a both an animatronic baby. Wait, they use a fucking animatronic. Yeah, have you not seen the pictures? No. Okay. And uh, three <laughs> and three week old babies were used in the film, and obviously they CG'd these three week old babies' faces. Right. I that that is okay. The I, animatronic. I'm mm. not sure where or when. Because they don't. There's no like baby stunts. They're not throwing a baby. Well, Dakota Fanning was like, fuck them kids. Um, <laughs> she throws a baby into the fire. Pretty sure that was But that's three. a straight up different baby. Though. <laughs> yeah, it is. That one's a real kid with like a real face. That she throws into the fire? Well, I mean, you know, the one that she's holding. Oh. You know, that, that no, they, yes, they yeah. were like, let's put a fake face on this baby. No. 
I'm not. Yeah, and I don't know if they just wanted. Because was there a specific look in the book for the baby's face? For no, but I think they wanted it to because the growth was so rapid. They wanted it to have. But you don't grow in your face first. Well, I think Renesme does. <laughs> I think she grows <laughs> her face first. I think they wanted common characteristics of the baby's face. Then look for a big-eyed baby. I, I, don't, I don't know. I I got nothing. That baby. For the, the, yeah. For we the both kind of screamed when we saw it. For the first 20 minutes of the baby's screen life, it was like a, a living Bratz doll. Giant googly eyes. Well, even when the baby, when Renezme started growing up, they still hadn't replaced it with real person yet. It was still like CG face. The baby looked like to make a young Mackenzie boy, but it the, it it was an odd choice. But I dig it because it's Breaking Dawn Part Two. The baby looked like they had taken its face from a fish from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Like, I saw the baby's eyes, and they're like, that came off of a cartoon manta ray. That's a Pixar fish. Um, Mackenzie Foy, the actual Mackenzie Foy person in the movie. Uh, yeah, um, when they finally, like, okay, now, so like now think, she can be real. Yeah, I think we we first see the real, full-on real person, real child actor in, like, the car, right? I thought it was at bedtime. Oh, the story, bedtime story. Prior to them going to like uh, the house of like, where they're going to try to stay. Mm, sure. Right. I, but I do remember specifically it was when she was reading her bedtime story. I'm like, oh, it's a real person. Now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, be, uh, in the car ride on the way to like Arena's sisters. Yeah. I thought she was still CG then. Mm. Was she? I thought she was still CG when they, she goes and feels their face. I thought, the, I thought the bedtime story was... It doesn't matter. It's It just takes a very long time for Renesmee to be an actual person. I. It's like halfway through. Whenever the big reveal is of, okay, this is not a person person, Mackenzie Foy, I think, was the perfect choice. Well, yeah, she was a fan favorite. People. She's such a both. An, she's she's got that Anya Taylor Joy kind of quality, of, kind of kind of odd looking, but not hard to look at. Like like yeah, like Mackenzie Foy, cute kid. Yeah, she and she has a very distinct look. Yeah, you d- you haven't seen The Conjuring yet because she is in The Conjuring. As what a fucking demon. No, she's one of the sisters. It's about it's about a family. It's a family story. Yeah, she's the youngest sister, no and she was actually cast in the Conjuring before Breaking Dawn came out, and then Conjuring came out in 2013 after people saw her as Renesmee. So I don't know. Weird. All right. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Did Renesmee like steal this movie? I don't know. She definitely was was a talking point. When when she's doing the touchy facey thing, and and uh, Bella's like this, that's how she communicates. Yeah, like well, no, because she can speak too. <laughs> she just doesn't have any lines as a CG face. She <laughs> like, doesn't actually talk until she's like 
not CG anymore. I bet you they, they couldn't get the mouth They're like, work. Mm, the mouth is actually making her look even more creepy. So how about she just touches people's faces? I, looking back at it, I feel like they somehow took Mackenzie Foy's actual face and did like a facial replacement. Yeah, I think that's what they were um, doing. And I think but, they started with the, the newborn. But yeah. They de-aged her CG face and put it on newborn. So you could say, oh yeah, she'll grow up to be Mackenzie Foy. I don't know. I don't need, you don't need to do that. Because, no, you don't. But because. Because all babies. As audiences of, as people who watch movies, we know that the person playing the baby is not going to be the person playing the 10 year old. Like that's just built into us. So when it looks like they're forcibly trying to make it look like it's the same actor from newborn. I mean, this ain't Richard Linklater Linklater doing boy. Oh, they wish, but I don't know. Maybe we've spent too much time talking about it at this point, but the baby was horrifying. It was until it comes Mackenzie Foy. Lots of things were horrifying in this movie, and I can't wait to talk about them because this movie had me screaming. I was not expecting a lot of the things that happened in this movie. I was unprepared for the disrespect of Billy Burke. <laughs> what a every what a, movie though, right? What a bummer. Every movie. You treat him better. Fucking hashtag Respect Charlie. Oh my god. Like <laughs> Okay. But he he I don't ever get the sense of he has satisfaction in any answers anyone is giving him. No, he hates everyone. He has no closure in this movie. Well, no. Like we don't see like we we assume No, he doesn't. He gets some kind of closure at the end that's off screen. Yeah, with um, but we don't see it, uh, which we Sue. want to see. I want. Well, no, I he so he. I don't remember this from the book. I remembered a lot from the book. Yeah, I was surprised because more than I do. Um, but I don't remember if he never knows what Bella is. I don't know. I thought he did. I thought he did too. Like I thought they. I thought they do. Like because I mean. It's like, bro, you saw Jacob turn into a giant, yeah, a giant dog, as he says. Yeah, so this should be nothing, because yeah, where did that lead to? Like, okay, I can turn into a wolf. Um, here's your daughter, but we're not going to tell you what she can do. Does he? Is he supposed to assume that she can also turn into a wolf? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's like, no, because they didn't say wolf. They said, hmm, some other thing. Does she turn into a cow? If I were Charlie, I'd be like, I've been turned into a cow. Can I, I want, if that I'm line, that in. If, I can find it. if Bella could say that line, this movie would be like Oscar nominated. <laughs> hey, I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? <laughs> I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? All right. Well, let's get into this bizarre, fantastic masterpiece. That has me confused and partially satisfied. I'm I'm completely satisfied that these movies are now done. Are they though? Um, As I no. pat my 
ginormous copy of Midnight Oh, Midnight, Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Great book. <laughs> um, uh, I, I also, this movie made me realize that I think I, I, well, I know I liked the books better then than I think I would now. Okay. For a lot of people, it's the opposite where they're like, those books were not good. And then like, I think nostalgia kind of pulls them back. And they're like, you know what? These are actually kind of great. My memory of the books was, yeah, they were fine. They're, they're pretty good. And I'm not, well, I'm looking at it now going, Ooh, I think these books might be terrible. Well, I, I, I <laughs> dare you no, I to won't. crack open those no, four books right now. I will not. No. Cause you know what? My memory of them being better than they might be it's, is fine. It's preserved and stuff. I would much rather remember something wrongly where the memory is better than the reality. So okay, well, all right. Well, this is so a podcast. Stephanie Myers, you get a pass. <laughs> this is a podcast. It's called "Why Do We Own This DVD?" I'm Diane, and that's Sean, and we talk about our DVD slash Blu-ray. Nothing digital. I mean, streaming. <laughs> Except for the actual dick. <laughs> we talk about our ever-growing collection. Gets more and more fun each week. Tonight we're talking about the final installment of the Twilight Saga. Of course, I'm talking about Breaking Dawn Part 2. Um... Mm. Huh? I like. <laughs> wow, this is really yeah. good content. So, Twilight. Oh, see, I like the opening, like the the intro, the opening credits. But nothing. Uh, I liked it. I loved the opening credits, and I super loved the end credits. The end credits were something special. I will say that. Uh, we'll talk about it uh, at the end. At the end. <laughs> So Twilight Saga, so Breaking Dawn Part 2. This movie opened November 16th, 2012. Were they shot at the same time? I mean, like, I think they were back to back. I don't, I don't. I don't mean same time, but I mean, they shot them one after the other. And then I think them, so, yeah. Well, like six months apart, a year apart. How many, how long apart? <laughs> uh, I want to say a year. That's. Actually, I have no idea. Um, but I want to say here. When did I say we did this? November. We covered this part one. Where'd it go? Toilet. So this, yeah, exactly a year. This open part one opened November eighteenth, twenty eleven, and this is November sixteenth, twenty twelve. Hmm. Um, it's directed by Bill Condon, who came back after part one. That seems right. Where do I know Bill Condon from, other than part one? Um. Yeah, what is it? Don't look. Oh, well, you're too slow. No. He... Gods and Monsters. Oh, Chicago. We talked about it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast, the Emma Watson one. Okay, yeah, that's enough. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, The Greatest Showman. He was not the director. He wrote that one. Sorry. Dream Girls. Did he do that? Yep. Uh, he did not direct Chicago. I'm sorry. That's Rob Marshall. He wrote Chicago. 
So he's a he's a he's a song and dance guy. Uh sometimes. There's no real song and dance in No, there's not Breaking Dawn Part Two. There could have been. There should have been. Uh, Might have been so, better. Of course, this movie continues from the events of the previous film. Part one. Uh as Bella Bella Swan, now I guess Bella Cullen, played by Kristen Stewart. She's just given birth. Remember, part one ended with a very dramatic birthing scene. She was dead. I mean, we we don't see the, I would assume, 30 minutes to an hour in between these movies. Because the movie, the first part, part one ends with her eyes opening. Red. Yep, her That's blood it. red eyes. And then end. And then black. Fade to black. Or not even fade. Cut to black. Uh, this movie opens with her eyes, but she's and she's been walking around doing shit. She's wearing a blue dress. And her hair is done because she looked awful. Because uh, Edward is no longer in distress. He's like, no. yeah, okay, great. What, let's go. Let's go, go to Target. Let's mumble. Um. But yeah, she's just given birth. She awakens from her human to vampire transformation. Um, and of course, she wakes up, you know, horny and thirsty. And so... That's the cat. Here. 12 seconds later. So yeah, she wakes up and she's like super horny and super thirsty. Do they like, immediately go outside or does she see her yeah, baby first? No. We she needs see- to... Oh, she comes back in and then we, we get yes, the big baby. She baby. asks about... Where's my baby or where's Renesme? I think uh, Edward is like, oh, she's, you know, sleeping or she's in the other room. And then that's when Bill's like, oh, my God. And he's like, ooh, you're hungry. Let's go. And so they go out to the forests of Forks. And I I think because I had been, if we had watched this movie right after part one, I wouldn't have been like so like <laughs> screamy during the scene. <laughs> But I think because it's been so long since I've been in this world, I forgot like how you forgot how terrible their effects are. <laughs> no, the effects are fine. They're just no, they're, they're just terrible, insane. And so it's lots of fast running, and I was just laughing because it was so entertaining. Just imagining how Kristen Stewart felt fake running like that with her short blue dress. Um, this is probably all. Side note, my. Least favorite clothed Bella movie. Like she has cute clothes and everything, except for this one. She wears these ugly mini dresses that I don't like. Why? I don't know if that's just the new vampire style. She doesn't look like herself until the very end where she's wearing the t-shirt over the long t-shirt and jeans. I'm like, oh, there's Bella. Anyway, side note, did not like her clothes. Sorry. But the running through the forest and she just, I think just imagining what Kristen Stewart was doing during the scene okay now act like you want to eat that deer <laughs> i feel like well i feel like the dress thing was kristen stewart going can you please make me attractive she looked better in her normal clothes she does but she's like i'm tired of wearing all the slouchy clothes mm. put me in something nice i don't think kristen stewart would wear a blue mini dress <laughs> and they're like Fine, you want to wear something nice? Here, put this on. She's like, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. She's like, um, <laughs> and who can run in that? Apparently, Bella can. So, yeah, she, you know, 
Edward kind of says, oh, here's a deer, because, you know, they don't need humans. But then, of course, she sees, smells, hears, I don't know, a nearby rock climber, and she's like, oh. Yeah, because they're standing around, and she's sort of, like, <laughs> taking in all the, the new noises she can hear. Yeah, she can she's... hear, like, a squirrel. She can hear... Her senses have been greatly a magnified. Grasshopper hiccup or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But then, yeah, then we hear, we see and hear a deer, and we're like, "Oh, she's gonna go for this nice, you know, piece of venison." Mm. And then there's some guy climbing, you know, half dome or whatever the fuck he's going. And he like slips and then like scrapes his knee. So blood. So there's no human blood. Blood in the air. Human blood. I'm sure. That's not the only human blood in the, there's, there's It's impossible that that's the only human blood she can smell in the air. But mm. for whatever, like maybe because it's fresh. I don't know. She goes crazy for it. And she, <laughs> she takes off for this mountain, which is not that close. No, she like flies to this mountain and she like flies up. The... And she spider climbs. Oh, my God. It was great. And Edward's like, he kind of giggles like, oh, look at her. I better get her down. He's like, oh shit. She's out of control. He call he talks her back. And he's he's trying to he's trying to explain. He's like, here. Know. Oh no. <laughs> and then because because Bella is all powerful, she has complete control over her, her mind and will. She's like, you know what, yeah, I don't want to eat people. I'm gonna go for a bigger uh, you know A doe eyed A doe eyed deer. A doe eyed doe. A doe eyed doe. And whoa, she attacks that no no she oh it's, the tiger it's being tig- I, a tiger a, a tiger a tiger a tiger in in forks. what is it it's a panther it's leopard like a- <laughs> what is it? a cat a big a big cat it's like a mountain lion okay that one i don't know they're all i don't know my animals i'm sorry what did i say a tiger? So, this, so this fucking giraffe comes stuck <laughs> comes Comes barreling its way through the forest. <laughs> yeah, it's a mount- some kind of mountain lion is stalking yeah, this deer, yes, and it, as the as the mountain lion goes rawr, rawr, and jumps <laughs> for the deer, then then Bella jumps and saves you know the the innocent deer, and instead kills the vicious, cruel predator. Yeah, and you know comes out still. Spotless. I mean, her dress is like torn because she has been running in a mini dress, and they have a good laugh about it. And even Edward's like, "Wow, you, you were able to control your urges of not- barely, if not for him. If she would have had that, if he wasn't there, that hiker mountain climber would be toast, <sighs> toast." So I was like, "You know, what? let her eat the guy." Yeah, no, let her learn. <laughs> but I think. Frankie, you are awfully jingly. I think if she had eaten the dude, um, because that 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 violates the Cullen's personal moral code of we don't need people. But I also think it would be harder to wean her off of because once she people knows now, the taste, I think people was the most delicious blood. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because why would it not be? Because then. And you don't need vampires. Yeah, but Midnight Sun, the first forty pages, all about how good she smells. But uh, yeah, so she's able to, you know, fight the urge to eat a dude. Yeah. So I love the sentences after Edward helps her satisfy her initial thirst. Like that's all. So much is loaded in that sentence. 
Bella is introduced to her daughter, Renesmee, the frightening CG-faced animatronic maybe baby. I want to know when the baby's animatronic. I want to know when they've used a a small world robot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I honestly because it's just a it, whenever we see the baby, it's someone's holding the baby. Yeah, usually Rosalie, who is underused in this movie, but so amazing. Yeah, we love Rosalie I and Jasper, our favorites. I well, well, Alice is the obvious favorite, but. The underdogs, Rosalie and Jasper. Thank but yeah, the, the, the hails, the, the dark horse <laughs> favorite. I had forgotten how smitten I had become with Rosalie. Oh, even even though her hair looks atrocious in this movie. Well, all their for, hair is an odd for a color. Lot of it. Peter Fettinelli looks like a blonde kid who went swimming in a pool with too much chlorine, and Maybe then it turns green. He did. Why was his hair green? Maybe Carlisle is like, yeah, I'm gonna go for a swim. His oh hair. shit, my hair. His hair was chartreuse. Yeah, it, they're odd colored in this movie. And I like to think in my head canon. That's just the changing of the seasons. You can it's tell time because, for, because it's time for the Cullens Robert to leave. Robert hair changes the opposite That's of the That's when they know it's time to leave a certain city when their hair starts to turn chartreuse. They're like, <laughs> like, you know oh, what? Leaves are turning orange time, and, you know, and it's Dr. Like, Cullen's um, hair is turning green. We gotta go. It's like Rivendell, you know? They all start to change color when it's time to go to the Grey Havens. I don't know what that means. You know. Oh, Rivendell. Rivendell. I I thought you said Riverdale. I would not be. (laughs) But maybe that happens in Riverdale, too. I was so confused. Like, wait, Archie's hair changes color? It does. It's time to leave Riverdale. Uh, Okay, so here's Renesmee. Horrifying. Um, I think I screamed. (laughs) I screamed. And um, so the colors are there and Jacob is there. Good old Jake, played by Taylor Lautner, um, who had a bit of a little renaissance this year, like a mini renaissance. Like people are like, "Oh, there he is." What do you mean this year? Now this year? currently this year or yeah. this year this movie? Oh no 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 no! Not in twenty twelve. Twenty twenty three. What? Like a because ta- the appearance he made at the Taylor Swift concert, and everyone's like, "Oh what? yeah, Taylor Lautner. He's no. in her new video." Is he? Yeah, he does some martial arts, like Shark Boy mar- martial I'm arts. Out of the Taylor loop. There's so many Taylors. The Taylor's in this. loop. Because Taylor Lautner is married to Taylor, different mm-hmm. Taylor. She goes by Tay. Taylor and Tay. They made an appearance at Taylor Swift concert because mm-hmm. Taylor Swift used to date Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. But they're friends. It's cool. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, we liked Taylor Lautner 10 years ago. That's Where, right. Where's uh, Taylor Momsen in all this? Making music. Being a who? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought you said being a hoe. And being like, a who? That is fucking The rude. opposite of a hoe. You respect the Cindy Lou who. <laughs> I will always respect the who's. Um, um, I'll respect the hoes, too. That's I, fine. I did. I I don't know of the Taylor, and that's fine. You news. don't need you don't need to. He's just he's been out of the loop for like ten years. He's been. I don't think he's been out. He's been out of the spotlight. He's been out of the spotlight. Yeah, he, you know, got married, and then um, there was a weird thing that went viral. Like people were like, "Whoa, have you seen Taylor Lautner, Lautner lately? He looks weird." Why does he look weird? Because he got older. Um. And then that was before he made an appearance at, at, that was before Taylor Swift brought him to her show. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, wait, no, never mind. He's cool because Taylor Swift likes him. People are dumb. 
I've always been Team Jacob. You know that. Even though he's weird and Jake is weird in uh, the middle of the saga, he 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 came back normal for me in this one. Um, like he wasn't his weird like obsessed yeah. with Bella. Well, no, yeah, like that whole Jacob. Yeah, I understand. That's toxic. The um, the the Jacob we get in this movie was much more palatable. Um, I actually felt like he like matured and grew but up. But they still tried to they they still tried to find a way to make him like annoying with the Renesme thing? Not Didn't even work. with the Renesme thing, just He knows he can't have Bella. I think he no, knows know. and he learned. It wasn't that. It was the I, laugh, wasn't it? It was the it laugh. It was a combination of the laugh and um N- Nessie. <laughs> okay, we'll get that right now. Remember, I don't remember Nessie from the book. I bet it's in there. And when I heard it, actually, I, I, I it freaked out. So, <laughs> yeah. So right away, you know, Jacob is acting a little possessively towards Renesme, And then Bella quickly finds out that he has imprinted on her. And we get that in the first, we get that in part that one. That happens in the end of part one. He imprints, like, dunk. And again, not his fault. I don't blame and and Jacob the Cullens all know. Yeah, they're they like they just haven't mm. told Bella. Yeah, because a lot of them are like, oh, let's wait to see how this plays this out. It's gonna be fun. Um, and Bella, I think, acts a little much. She responds. Her reaction's a little much for I, me. The the her her actions in the movie reflected how I remember it in the book. But again, I don't remember the Nessie part. I feel like I think that's in there though. I don't know. Because now that I'm he, saying it, I'm like, oh, I can see the word. So either we say it or you drop it or you find the scene. I'm sure you could find it. The line. Because the way Kristen Stewart delivers. So he calls Renesmee Nessie. And Bella freaks the fuck out. Because she's says, thrown him out of the house onto the ground. Yeah, like literally. Because she's strong now. And then she goes, you knew my daughter. You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> that's how she says it. <laughs> just she's, like, just, that's a sound clip. She's suddenly like... That's the sound bite. A mumbling Emmett. <laughs> that's funny. I laughed so hard when she said that because I could not believe those words were coming out of Kristen Stewart's mouth. I, yell, I, okay, I yelled at the TV a lot. There during, was lots of yelling. During this movie. I definitely yelled at her then. Um, <laughs> oh... Um, it would be better. Okay, that line, fine. Use it. Go with it. Kristen Stewart, open your fucking mouth, please, when you talk. She's not a, yeah, she's like, at definitely at least when you a, say that line. She's definitely not an open mouth actor. Is that a weird thing to say? She talks through her teeth. She does. And then, you know what? And it can work it's depending on the scene. It's perfect for early Bella. But it doesn't work if you're yelling at someone for nicknaming your daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. But you know what, Nessie? Better name than Renesmee. Come on. Jacob is... No. Not Nessie. Ness. Ness is fine. Sure. Still better name than Renesmee. Ness is fine. Ness is better than Nessie. Nessie's better than Renesmee. Because Jacob should have said, what the fuck, you want me to call her Renesmee? And make fun of the name a little bit. Which I think, don't they kind of like question the name in Breaking Down Part 1? 
Isn't there a scene with her where like Alice is like, what? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe they're all like, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. I don't remember. But Jacob at this moment, he had an opportunity to say, better name than Renesme. I mean, of course, 100% of the blame is on Stephanie Myers. Meyer. St- Stephanie- don't pluralize St- her last name. Stephanie Meyer. Don't put any A's in my name Stephanie. either. Is there not one A in her name? Let me no. pull out my ginormous There's copy of Midnight 100% zero A's. This it might be the biggest book I've ever read. Like, it has less pages than Order of the Phoenix, but this is a fucking huge book. Yeah, because the pages are quarter inch thick each. <laughs> and it's tall. And the first 40 pages are about how good Bella smells. It's meant to feel like you're reading the, the Bible. I really want to know <laughs> if this is going to cover all four books. It's got all the books on the back. So, I mean, I'm thinking... And you know what I'm going to look for today at Half Price Books? No. The, uh, short, buddy, sec- Papa the short Second Life of Brie Tanner. Was she an immortal? Or she was too old to be an immortal? Now that we know about immortal children, yeah, the little girl I'm like, who was, was killed, that Brie Tanner? You know who, who Brie Tanner is, yeah, yeah, the one that we liked, yeah, who didn't want to. Was she considered an immortal? No, she was, she too was old. a newborn. Newborn, not she was an untrained newborn, which are different from immortals because she was uncontrolled because she had no mentor to reel her in. Do immortals become untrained no. newborn? What's the difference between them? She was an immortal, yes. But she's not an immortal baby. Okay. She wasn't like a baby. Because uh, I was thinking of Brie Tanner and how she fit in with the immortals. Which are different from newborns. No. Stephanie? Yeah, well, okay. Stephanie? I mean, okay. All vampires are immortals. So, But this the is- way they use immortals in this sense is that a, a vampire baby would be an immortal. And that's uh, no good. Um, I can't spell the word differ and keep talking. No. How many A's are in Stephanie Meyer's name? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to. Okay. Well, people are asking, what's the difference between Renesme and and the immortal child? Well, Renesme is half human. Isn't that obvious? Yeah. Oh, God. Vulture has a crash course on the vampire vampire rules in Breaking Dawn. Uh, okay. The problem with an immortal baby would be that it doesn't grow. So it's going to be a little baby with but, baby mentality and okay, urges. Okay, because they were changed as so because babies. When you're changed, that's what that you're locked in at that age. Whereas, so like newborn, if a vampire bites, if a vampire bites a little baby, and makes it a, va- a, a vampire baby, that baby is going to act like a baby its whole life for eternity, being this insane killing machine with no sense of logic or reasoning. It's going to be just a pure. So Brie Tanner was sixteen when she was mm-hmm. turned, so Old she enough. would. She's not in. So someone asked, "Was Brie Tanner an immortal child?" No. And this is, she is not an immortal child. She's like, an immortal vampire. Which would be like under 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She had control and was willing to join the peaceful Olymp- Olympic coven. Because she made a choice. And become vegetarian like that. Yeah. So I'm going to. she tried to reason her way out of being murdered. You know, the Half Price Books probably has like 20 copies of Brie Tanner. So I'm going to grab one today. The, what's the title of that book? 
the short second life of Bree Tanner? Um, I would put the word tragic in there at some point. Because it is. It is, tra- it is tragic, Stephanie. And I guess by saying short, it's because that's she had like a day itself. of being immortal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Bella finally calms down when, you know, Jacob's like, I have no ill intentions. I can't help it. I'm not going to try to fuck your newborn. He's like, you know, child. it's not a choice. It's just, it's a wolf thing that just happens. Yeah. And he knows. He's just got to wait now. And it's not like the gross, like, waiting that people do in Hollywood. Yeah, he's not grooming her. And if if, if anything, she's grooming him. (laughs) But, uh, uh, but yeah, and then, like, other wolves come to back up Jacob, and she even hurts, like, Seth a little bit. Yeah. Because she's she's still freaking out for a dumb reason. One, because they're still, they're going to defend their their own, no matter who is the antagonizer. Yeah. So, like, you know, Seth, you know, kind of lunges at Bella, I think, and she fights back and throws him against the tree. And, and even she's like instantly like, I'm sorry, Seth. Yeah. And he's kind of like, okay, fine, but that is still her. Do you think the wolves are mad that Jacob ended up imprinting on a... I don't think, no, I think they have, they, they, I think they just accept the imprint no matter who yeah. or what. I'd like to think that Sue imprinted on Charlie like late in life. Like she never, she never did, right? She never improved. I don't within think her so. So I like they're like my favorite couple in this whole series because even though we don't get any of them, I like Charlie looks so happy, and I'm like, good for you, Sue. Charlie, okay, Charlie now, but okay after okay, mm-hmm. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but like Christmas time. But when Jacob shows Charlie the secret, his secret, yeah, which is actually the next scene. Oh, okay, um, but so. Or do we assume that Charlie is then clued in with all of the, what are they called? Quillette? 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 Um, Does he just assume that they're all like that? Is that, so when he's dated, when he's with Sue, he's so when like, he's when are you going to turn like, into? Are you one of those big dog things too? I don't know, because I think we should get more Charlie perspective. Why isn't there a Charlie book? Mm, Stephanie Meyer. Maybe she's working on one right now. The amount of people that are Team Charlie is obnoxious. Yeah, I'm going to make badges. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, yeah. Meanwhile, Bella's father, Charlie, has been trying to contact the Cullens for updates on Bella's health. Now, okay. So he had no idea that she was pregnant because it um, happened so fast. Remember, they kept her hidden. Well, okay, I remember... And they're like, the, she's away. I, rem- there, I remember when... Even when she gets married, he's like, what's going on? That seems awfully quick. Blah, blah. I'm fine with it. And then they go off to the honeymoon. And then all she hell finds breaks out, loose on the honeymoon. Yeah, because that's when she finds out that she's pregnant. And they cut it short as far as Charlie knows. And they tell him that there's been some kind of like medical emergency with Bella. I couldn't remember. Like, Did right. they just tell him they're extending their honeymoon? Didn't that is that what they told him? And then, but then he finds out that she's back. Yes, and but he like, can't yeah, see her. Yeah, so he's been in the dark this whole time. Understandably, because, he's because been calling. Doctor Cullen is taking care of Bella, but he calls every her, day, but not twice a day. Twice but, a day, but not giving him any updates. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, no one does except for Jacob. Jacob's like, I'm going to fix this. This is wrong. Like at least lie to him. 
Yeah, you could make something up, guys. This is what you've done your entire lives. You've I mean, made shit up. Even just letting Bella talk to Charlie on the phone, because she, at least that way she doesn't have to behave differently. Yeah. She can just mumble her way through. But maybe Charlie's like, you know, when you talk on the phone, I can't understand you. <laughs> Charlie's like, well, so, I'm just coming over. Yeah. But so Jacob does us all a favor. He goes to Charlie's. And because because the Cullens are like, we got to leave. We got to get out of here. This is dangerous to be in Forks. And Ch- Jacob's like, no, um, my imprinted person is here. You cannot leave. And so that's basically his motivation to tell Charlie. I, I You can't. Yeah. No. So he visits Charlie, tells him that Bella is alive and well. I do like that when he goes to Charlie's house. I somehow, Charlie's house, it's always been kind of in the little in the forest. Turns mm-hmm. out he lives on the forest moon of Endor. It, well, did, it does look like Endor. Did the forest grow exponentially faster and closer into his yard because Jacob comes out of like the forest? Like, like it's, like it's, he comes out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> why is there, so why, why does Charlie suddenly live in the middle of no fucking where? What happened? Uh, Forks just he, got overgrown. I, I thought Charlie had a somewhat cultivated backyard. Doesn't he have property lines? I'm trying to think, how much time has passed? A thousand years. Since Bella and Edward met. Four days. Like. I forgot what grade she was in. Has it been like? Isn't isn't uh, what's his name? Isn't Edward like a senior? Well, isn't he like always a senior? <laughs> well, in this, I know they go through. They try to go through. He's a junior in this one. I know they try to go through four years of high school or, or whatever. No, not even every time they reset. Years. Or do they come in? No. Like, do they come to? Do they show I up? I feel like the longest span of time we've gone through is when Bella was depressed for those months that were changing. They, I mean, but is the Cullens sort of mo? Okay, we're gonna go through high school, disappear for like a hundred years, let all these people die, come back as new people in the middle of high school, or do they start as freshmen and then like okay, we can, I, get, we can know, get four years out of this? I don't. In Midnight Sun. <laughs> Rosalie, Emmett, and one other person are pretending to be seniors, and Edward, or maybe Jasper, and then Edward and Alice, oh, maybe Jasper, are pretending to be juniors. But I don't know when they fucking started. Okay. They've been there for a while. People know. I mean, it's not um, like they're new. They've been there at least a year. They've at least progressed one yeah. grade. I'd like to think that two years have passed since Edward and Bella met. I mean, we could even say, okay, you, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Three, they have three years. It's a it's a short three years. Like in one given city? No, I mean, or, Bella and Edward. Oh, okay. They know each other now for three years. That seems like a long time. It does seem like a long time. Because but it's better than being a short time. Not much time passes in these books. Because <clears throat> Stephanie really likes to just draw shit out. Like I said, it's been like one hour. In 40, 40 pages. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Jacob, you know, he's at Charlie's and he's like, Bella's fine, but she had to change in order to get better. And Charlie's like, the fuck are you talking about? Um, and Jacob's like, you don't live in the world you think you live in. And, and he starts the strip. 
which um, I mean, a little gratuitous, but fucking, I thought it was hilarious. It was the funniest because Charlie's reaction was. It would have been. It everyone's. was Peter Charlie though. It was Billy Burke <clears throat> going. Taylor Lautner, what it the was fuck like, are you well, doing? I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I've lived my whole life you kn- as a manly man. <laughs> this is too much man for me. You know that people screamed in the theater, like well, girls. Yeah. Like Team Jacob was probably like, here's and, our abs we like. And middle-aged men who had an awakening. Maybe. Like you? What? What <laughs> no, is this? Okay. No, no. I wasn't sure if you were giving me an admission or no, not. No, no, no. Okay, I will say Taylor Lautner still looked great. I mean, I'm sure it was not much time since the first Breaking Dawn. No, he has a good pair of abs. He's got a good set of abs. He in all he these movies. looks carved out of wood. He does. His his at least his upper body is amazing looking. Like yeah. it, it looks unreal. And he's probably has chicken legs. <laughs> and he's probably got Cuz we don't see little Baba Yaga chicken cause legs. Cuz he starts to take his pants off he does unzip and we see his boxer briefs yeah and then we don't see anything else that would have been too much I think. because even Stephanie's like okay I'm gonna get kicked out of the Mormon the church Mormon. she's like this is already over the line <sighs> um so yeah, and then he turn, of course turns into a wolf and um, Charlie I don't know what how Charlie reacts but suddenly he, Charlie's at the Cullen house he screams and falls down on his ass tries to scoot away from oh, that's... the biggest animal in the world. Yeah, because they're not just any wolves. They're ginormous wolves. So They're, they're larger than bears. Yeah, because when they're next to a human, they're like as tall as. They're, I mean, they're, it's, it's like a wolf-shaped elephant. Kind of, yeah. Which, yeah, horrifying. Like when, when Renesmee's riding on Jacob's back, she looks like she could go be a warg rider in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I look like uh, the the golden compass where she's riding the bear, the bear dog, the bear. I don't know the cat bear dog, polar cat, polar, okay. polar dog. So Charlie goes to the Cullen house to see Bella. You know, of course, they had to tell Bella before he came that you got to act like a human. I like how suddenly vampires have perfect posture. She's like, "Don't sit up so straight. Humans don't sit like that." Who said that? Rosalie. Rosalie. Of course. Say it. What do you mean who said that? Who's the etiquette queen of the <laughs> Cullen household? And remember to blink. Um, move, don't slow. Move, move your or, shoulders occasionally so it looks like you're breathing. Yeah. Make you know sure what? You're... Charlie's not going to notice if your shoulders aren't moving because you're not breathing. He's like, I haven't noticed your shoulders move in the last 30 seconds. Are you not breathing? No. I mean, never mind the fact that your pale is absolute fuck now. Well, she's always been pale. She's always been pale, but now or she's as like Edward says in Midnight Sun, smurfy blue. She's translucent. Gross. He could see her veins. Everyone can see her veins. Yeah, she's always been translucent. It's fine. Blech. Um. So her coloring hasn't changed at all. But like when she has like, to put contacts in because I like of course, when, uh, what's you his, know what's her name? Esme is like have a seat, and then slowly, and she gets up and she still moves faster than. Uh, what's uh, the Flash's name, Brian? I don't know the Flash. I don't know his, his real name. Bub. Why would I know his name? Burke. Billy Burke. No. <laughs> she still moves faster than the Flash. Yes. Cross your legs. <laughs> yeah, Esme's flat on telling we her. A, we don't need a cooter sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to put a what's a raccoon. Barry Allen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, sure. Remember like Brian, Brian Allen? Brian Burke. Yeah, that guy. Um, 
so Charlie comes over and Bella's like, hi, dad. No, and she doesn't even have that much emotion. What are you talking? Hello. Like, nope. Father. <laughs> Too much. Still bring it down. Bring it down. So he's accepted now, you know, that Bella is recovered and this is her chosen life. But he does not want to know what has changed her or where Renesme comes from. Wait, what did you say? He what? He doesn't want to know what has changed her. He doesn't want to know what Bella is now. He does want to know. She this won't says he doesn't. She tells him that you don't want to know. You have to trust me. You don't want to know this. Okay. Remember, because he's still pushing, and she's like, do you trust me or whatever? Yeah, I don't remember so that. I'll tell you what you need to know. Oh. This is on a need-to-know basis, Dad. I think telling your dad that, because he's like, you don't turn into what a, a, a big-ass dog, do you? <laughs> um, and she's like, would you want to know? <laughs> she, she's like, no. I think I'd want to know because I think I'd be of cool. Course I'd, I'd be wanna... like, I want to know because I want to support you. Well, because we're cool parents. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And so is Charlie. But Charlie's cool too. I, I fear he was cool with Jacob turning into a wolf. Like he didn't poop his pants. Well, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, Jacob's like I, I had mean, to he clean might, up. He might only ever have the same color <laughs> pants. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> well, I was like, what? I can't remember if he was wearing jeans or khakis. Brown pants. I don't know. Ah, so it were the brown and they, pants today. And also, they tell uh, Charlie that Renesme is adopted. Their niece slash daughter. Do you think he's like, I call bullshit this, this because he's, he's even like, she has your eyes, Bella. And what's Bella going to be like? Oh, she's what like, a queen. She should be like, yeah, I gave them to her. So I can get these new ones. They're a little... <laughs> A little red. <laughs> I Jerry Horbacked my eyes and gave them to Renesmee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, and then I'm thinking of like Adam's family. Oh, he's got your mother's eyes. Take those out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they say. I've never seen him. Uh, but, uh. So, okay. So several months pass. Uh, oh, I have guess. months have gone by? That's what it says. With Carlisle monitoring Renesmee's rapid growth. I thought it was like three days. Because um, now Renesmee is, looks like she's like four. When, like the bedtime story time? No, like when Irina sees her. Oh, when she's catching snowflakes? Yeah. When she's On still an, a fake fucking child? Yeah. On an outing in the woods, a bitter Irina... Played by Maggie Grace. Why Irina. are you saying it like that? Irina? What's it? Irina? Because I say Italian? I don't know. Because <laughs> isn't... What, what's the Irina. figure skater? I don't know. I'm sure there's many with you know, the, the Yeah, I know. It's probably Irina. Irina I don't know. Kachenko or whatever her name is. When it's written by itself, I just say Irina. A bitter Irina. She's... Um, yeah, she's like a cousin? Former cousin? She's the cousin. One, like, yeah. She's... But she's also in contact with the Volturi. Well, I mean. I know she was. No. I don't I, remember her role. I don't think she's in con. She makes contact with them because but she don't... shows up and is like, hey, I have. Why is she bitter? Someone died. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. remember why. Oh. She's part of the. Did Did they kill one of her mates? I mean, what, not one of. Did they kill her mate? Sasha Vasil- 
Vasily and Irina were former members of the Denali Coven. Mm-hmm. Sasha, who created Tanya, Kate, Irina, and Vasily, mm-hmm. was executed by the Volturi for creating an immoral child. Vasily. Volturi law prohibits creating an immoral child as they are unpredictable, have no self-control, which we'll learn about. Um, does this say why? <clears throat> Irina. Okay, so wait. Irina is having... Oh, Laurent was her mate. Remember Laurent, that cool guy? Not because it was Victoria and the other dude. James. Victoria and James. Was Laurent? Laurent was Irina's mate. So yes, she's bitter because we know what happened to Laurent. Right. So we've seen Maggie Grace in the previous movie. Yes. And she because she comes in, you killed Laurent to the wolves. The wolves killed Laurent, and so she holds a grudge, grudge against the Quillette. That's why they make a big deal of maybe because she saw Jacob with us. Yes. Okay. Yes. So she arrives to make peace with the Cullens in Breaking Dawn. But then, but before speaking to them, you know, she sees Renesmee. That's she sees what, the that's baby. She are. sees a wolf, and she's like, "Fuck." Yes. So then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna rat them out to the." Volturi, and maybe I can get in their good graces at least too. Like, can we just wow? This, She's like, this I have wiki news. page that's devoted only to the Twilight characters has like all it breaks down all the covens. We don't need to do that. that we see in this movie. No, it's just there's a lot. It was nice to see Maggie Grace. I don't remember seeing her the first time though. Again, very you know? small part. So, but uh, it was she looked great. Maggie Grace. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, she looks the same. And she, she shows it. up uh, in Italy at the scary Volturi castle. Yeah, did we talk about her scene, Renesmee, and she thinks she's an immortal? Because yeah. Renesmee can, she has powers. Yeah, she's catching snowflakes, like literally like jumping up, flying and catching float up. Float up like, like a superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Podcat is observing, is quietly supervising. Yeah, she's like laying on our dresser. Just, oh, um, her eyes are closed. <laughs> so, so yeah, Arena goes to the votary who are doing like accounting or something. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't know. look interesting. It looks like a very boring they're, they're, day. They're doing votary bookkeeping. Yeah, it looks like a boring day at the votary office. And she comes in and she's like, I have news. The columns have committed a horrible crime. Yeah. And so we get, a, we get like, a- show me. Touches her hands. And but like, we get oh a, a flashback of what these immortal childs are to like olden times. <laughs> right? Is that when we get it? Or is that when we, is that because, is that when Edward telling the story of immortals? Oh, maybe. Because yeah, all we see is Aro touching Maggie Grace's hands yeah. and he goes, oh my. Yes, Aro played by Michael Sheen. Who's just, again, <clears throat> lapping it up. I feel, um, so you've never seen what we do in the shadows. Nope. Aro Taiko Waititi. Yeah, I know. I can see like because of the pirate show. I can see like the because humor. Because Aro in Taiko world, Aro would be super gay, and it would make oh. him so much funnier. He's already entertaining as a creepy androgynous vampire. Yeah, but if he's like over the top flamboyant. Oh, mm. hilarious. Yeah, I could do that. Especially Michael Sheen doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, immortal children were vampires who changed in ho- in in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> they changed in Hollywood. They came. Ch- they became sellouts. <laughs> they changed They're- in childhood, and because they could not be trained nor restrained, they slaughtered entire villages. Like just a tantrum could destroy a whole. Village. Yeah, the creation of such children is outlawed by the Volturi, and anyone caught with one is to be executed. So this is what Irina tells. Aro. And he's like, oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Um, and then Alice suddenly back and forth gets a vision of the of the Volturi and Irina coming to kill the Cullens. She drops her fucking vase or whatever mm-hmm. she's holding. Mm-hmm. She's like, they're coming. She's like, the Volturi are coming. When the snow sticks, which is my new favorite line to say, every winter, first snowfall, the snow is sticking. I'm trying to think of similar like lines of that kind of thing when the last petal falls sure when the moon when everything the sun touches everything the sun touches when the snow everything starts the light touches. sticking yeah so yeah she's like we gotta leave because they're coming to kill us um and they're like why but then they're like, she, no, she doesn't know why we can't leave let's gather our friends as witnesses so we can prove that, that Renesme is not an immortal. That whole thing of witnesses feels very churchy. Mm, Stephanie. The the use of that word. Yeah. Because even in when I was in that weird cult church. For like a day, uh-huh. Um, that was a term that was thrown around a lot. Jehovah's like witnesses? The, the main Guy was called Witness Lee. That's horrifying. Yeah. But hey, anyone? Like you. I'm not judging. What kind of judging? You would give testament Mm -hmm. as a witness. Sure. Yeah. In front of everyone. Just, and that was just speaking on your daily experiences with, you know, church life, that kind of thing. It was weird. So glad that you, that didn't stick for you because, well, we wouldn't be doing this today no. had it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, just the use of that. That's interesting. I didn't think of that. But yeah, you're right. It felt like the whole time. I'm like, this is creepy. <laughs> Basically, they want all their friends to come see that Renesmee is not an immortal and then just show the Volturi. Look it. And I think. Look at I, our witnesses. If I hadn't known of Stephanie Meir uh, being all. Religiousy, you know the word witness. You wouldn't think twice. Fine, that's what they are. Yeah, but you know, knowing her, pers- close personal friend Stephanie, she's using that word on purpose. With her close personal friend Brigham Young or John Smith or whatever the fuck, who's the Borm- Mormon guy? Brigham Young, right? or no? Uh, Isn't John Smith? John. John Adams. John Smith? Brigham. <laughs> Um, Sorry if you're Mormon, but your real your religion is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not informed enough to make that choice, but I'm going to say not for me. How um, do you how do you lose golden plates given to you by an angel? Hey, where are those golden plates that angel gave you? Oh, I don't I know. I can't find them now. Them on the way. Anyways, here. whatever. So Alice and Jasper leave to gather evidence of this. Of this. Of what? They they well they no leave. they don't say why they, they don't just say leave. why they're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
all the other Cullens and Hales are like, well, they left. Um, and they, they, this is ridiculous. Alice writes it on a, on a piece of paper. The merchant? Ripped from the pages of the Merchant of Venice. Um, and Is that a throwback to when they went to Venice? I don't... There's meaning behind it. There is. I don't know why, other than, okay, well, that means they're going to Italy. You know? But, I mean... But which do they, they don't. No. no. But and it's but it's left as like a clue, right? Yeah. For uh for Bella. Uh-huh. And it said a, I forgot what the note is. It's says. the biggest clue that like even I go, oh, she tore that out of the Merchant of Venice. You know how I know? Because it says it on the Because it says it right there. It's the it's the fly leaf. It's the it's the yes. Yes. the title page. Yes. Be a little more subtle. Rip out a, a different page. But they from weren't inside. in Venice. They were in like no, I know, Brazil. But, but that's but Alice's point was you need to match this up with the book I took it from. And it takes Bella like a month to like figure out. Maybe I should find this book on my bookshelf. And there it is. Because <laughs> I've written a different note. <laughs> so the Cullens then began to summon witnesses, like the Denali family, who we talked about with Irina. One of the Denali's Elazar, Elazar, I don't know, later discovers that Bella has a special ability. The powerful mental shield that had protected her from Edward's mind the, reading. Is she the zappy zappy person? Is or? that Elazar? That seems like a, a man's name, though. I thought it was the dude when yeah. I read that name, but... It does you. sound like a guy's name. Um, So this, this shield had protected her from Edward's mind reading, even when she was human. <laughs> Which is interesting because Bella has always had powers. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think, um, like the fact that she has the shield power isn't surprising to anyone, especially Edward. He's like, well, that explains why I was never able to read your mind. 40 pages. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So really, Bella's life. So now it's just. Her, whatever her natural gifts are, are now enhanced exponentially that she's a, a vampire person. Yeah, and they're like, you can use this to help other vampires that don't have this. So I think, I wonder if like uh, uh, like Alice's mortal gifts were that she was just, you know. Very intuitive. Intuitive. You yeah, know? that would make sense. And now she's actually, oh, I can read your fucking, I can because, see the future. Because Jasper's super gifts are he's a great fighter and tactician. And he was a confederate. And he, was a, he was a soldier. Mm-hmm. And Edward can read people's minds. So um, he's kind of you so know, before he was vampire, he could just he was he was he was also intuitive like Alice. He but was, he was just he was a uh, uh, was that one show mind games mind I don't know. Mind, mind reader. Hunter. <laughs> okay, so the, the most, mental the mentalist. Oh wow! Okay, there it is with si- um, Simon, not Simon Pegg. Yeah, that one guy who was like hot for a hot minute and then everyone forgot about him. So the Volturi, led by Aro, uh, arrive in Forks, prepared for battle. Um, Seeing the larger group of vampires, the the Cullens and their witnesses. Yeah, because I mean, the the way that the Cullens are gathering witnesses is, at first everyone's afraid of Renesmee because they can smell her uh, human blood. Do they think she's? But the no, no. Denali oh, no. thinks she's an immortal. Oh wait, no, they're they, like, oh, how wait. dare you? Yeah, no, they, 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 they know that she's not regular person, and she's she should not be a vampire that young. Yeah, the Denali's flat out are like, this is an immortal. But then one of them, and then 
But one of them's like, I can smell her blood, though. Touch. Because even Amber's like, you can smell it. Smell her. But that's a, with, with like, all. It could be a trick. With all cute kids, she wins over everyone. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're right. She's not immortal. She's I like cute. when she touches that one chick the first time. Who's like, she's immortal, and then she and comes over. Like, her eyes are like, it's true. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of um, cool. <laughs> I think at this point, we also get Mackenzie Foy as we've yeah real person now it's Mackenzie Foy who's because uh, we've met this I mean this and this is kind of a long sequence in the movie but not one to um plot out it's just that we meet all the vampires as witnesses from all parts of we get, we get a Irish couple. and Amazonian what Amazonian okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure where I was going with that word yeah we get some wonder and Woman we get people. like Dracula one and two that Jacob calls them. Um, from like Transylvania, or those guys are straight out of a Taika Waititi. <laughs> I liked them; they were fun. They were, they were they they were entertaining. We get like a Japanese guy who doesn't make it because he because Arrow finds Arrow finds him, and he tries to pretend that he has nothing to do. I think he's trying to make his way to yeah. He's trying to get there. Forks, but then they're like, "Oh, I touched your hand, um, and I saw his name was Toshiro." Yes, I wonder if it's. Maybe is that the only Japanese name that Stephanie knows? Or if she's kind of making a nod to Toshiro Mifune? I don't know. Um, I would be surprised either way. I don't want to give her less credit than she deserves, but I also think that she probably doesn't know too many Japanese people. <laughs> but, you know, what do I know? But I, again, I like to give her the B of the D. <laughs> don't give her the D. <laughs> That's an outlet. Millie says that on uh, I Thought We Did. So now they have a shirt that says, give me the B of the D. And I think it's hilarious. Um, so yeah, we, we we meet all these witnesses, um, which is nice to see some, we get know, a, We get a strung out Jared Leto looking dude. Joe Anderson from across the universe looks the same. Who's a loner and a, I'm guessing some kind of drifter. <laughs> yeah, British. I mean, he's using his actual like British accent. He, he's uh, he looks a little strung out. <laughs> yeah, he does not enjoy his life. I don't. Think. And they're not, and not all of them. And oh, and we oh, we mustn't forget ah. their trip to Cairo, the Egyptian oh, coven. Because we get um, they're I think is, is it Edward and Bella. Trying to talk to like the older guy, yeah, Ar- like Aram or whatever the his name dad. is. Dad, and he refuses. He's like, no, blah blah blah. But then all of a sudden, we get Avatar of the Last Airbender, played by Rami Malek, who can manipulate the elements. Yes. Um. The, so the Egyptian coven is said to be the oldest vampire coven in existence, predating predating even the Romanian coven. Because I mean, Egypt. Egypt. The cradle of civilization. Um, they were once rivals with the Romanian coven until the Volturi's rise in power, after which the Volturi decimated both groups while taking away gifted vampires the Egyptian had, the Egyptians had, including Dimitri, who was created by the coven's leader. Which one is Dimitri? I don't know. So Amin... Um, oh, no. So Amin created Dimitri. Is that... That wasn't... What's his face? Rami Malek? No. Oh, he's Benjamin. We don't see Dimitri in the movie. We don't. So Amin, the mate of Kebi, is shown to be very unhappy to stand witness for the Cullens in Breaking Dawn, the book. Mm-hmm. 
He and Kebby later flee in fear of the Volturi. Benjamin, the mate of Tia, has a high awareness of what is right and wrong, and his special ability is to control the elements of nature, air, fire, water. You know. You know the elements. Long ago. Long ago. Everything changed when the Volturi attacked. Uh, Benjamin's ability is unique in that it involves physical manipulation as opposed to illusions of the mind. The f- this fact is what made Amon very protective of him. Um, oh. In fear of losing him to the Volturi. Wait, is 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 Benjamin the only one who can move shit around in the physical world? Like like Carrie? <laughs> Wait. I think I can't think of any other everyone yeah, else is mind every, shit. And everyone else is either physical within themselves, like, like the you know, electricity, electricity and shit. And yeah. And, wow. Yeah. Cool. Um Way to go, Rami Malek. Yeah. Huh. And I like him. He's 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 feisty. He seems playful. Okay. Because he, so he stops Amon with that wall of water. He goes, well, I would like to hear it. So Alistair, Charles, and McKenna are European nomads. Alistair considers Kyle, Carlisle to be his oldest friend. And that is the Joe Anderson guy. That's Alistair. The strong yes. out Jared Leto guy. Um. Even though he doesn't visit him often and is highly standoffish, his special ability is tracking. Do we see that in the movie? No, he's tracking people. Well, he doesn't need to because they just come to them. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I gotta let Frankie into the dresser. Oh. Yeah, I don't. We don't get. Uh, we don't get much of him doing a. He doesn't need to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and. Yeah, we have the Irish cov- coven of Shaban, Liam, and Maggie, the Romanian coven, Vladimir, and Stefan. Of course, I love the Stefan. I mean, that's your classic Romanian vampire. Like the Vampire Diaries. Where's Damon? Um, they're like the only survivors of their coven. Their coven was destroyed um, by the Volturi. In that Egyptian, Egyptian Romanian purge thing. Um, after the rebellion, it became apparent that Vladimir and Stefan were the only survivors of their coven. Of course, they hold a grudge against the Volturi and willing to do anything for revenge, which we hear about in the movie. They've been waiting 1,500 years for this. Now, they, one of them mentioned what happens when you stand still for that long. Like you turn to stone or whatever. Oh, yeah. I do remember that line. Um. Was he being literal? Like, I mean, like, like, do you actually like, kind of calcify, if you're, just, alive for that long? You just don't. You decide not to do anything, or was that just, or was he just being metaphorical? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't mean, I don't mean to think. Oh, they were statues, but I mean, can you kind of go into like a, a, a stasis where you just kind of, yeah, because they don't need to. Yeah. Eat, sleep, you know, like this. So they like can, you don't need to do anything. So no, you could just you're still there. I mean, you could sort of just like be boring as fuck. Like hibernate, really. For like, what does Rory do in Doctor Who when he sits outside the? <laughs> he sits there and he waits. He does. That's the same thing. The boy who waited. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, we get. All these covens together, which is fun. And then um, when 
the Volturi sees the Cullens and all these witnesses and the wolves. You know, we we get like this Avengers style, you know, this army's lined up, this army's lined but, up. The I mean, snow either way, has sticked. The Cullens. <laughs> the snow has sticked. <laughs> the Cullens are far outnumbered. Uh, they are, but they have more brute in bulk. Yeah. I think. I mean, they got those wolves. But. Because I mean, ma- seeing all of that makes the Volturi like pause. They're like, mm, oh. Um, they are scared. But um, front and center, we have Bella Edward and Renesme. And Jacob, I guess, is there. And they. And there's the, the weakened reason with Aro. Yeah. So they bring, you know, smiling Renesme up to Aro, who. Because, yeah, Aro. First, touches his hand. At first, Aro touches or talks to Edward, and Edward he show Edward shows Aro whatever he shows him, which is I think everything. Yeah. And so and Aro is like, okay, I'm, and but now prove it and whatever. And he's like, bring her forward. So then they come up with the girl. She touches him, and he's yeah. like mesmerized. And then he talks at Irina. It's like you fucking bitch. And. And he even admits she's not an immortal child. She, you know, yeah. what they say is true. She was born of a human woman. That's impossible. Um, so she's not a. Th- he does now. He doesn't oh, wait. Does he say that she's not a threat, or he's not a threat? Well, that this they're- is the Volturi are. So he sees she's not immortal. That's great. But the Volturi are eager to add gifted members of the Cullen Coven oh, to the guard. So oh, that's why they kill Irina. To provoke a battle. Aro's like, no crime has been committed. Yeah. Which is really the, that's the guise of which they're there for. Yes. This horrible vampire crime has been committed. Yeah. But now, so really. But we still want a battle. It's it's like there's no, you're, you don't need to be here now. You can go back. Yeah. But Aro has ulterior motives. Yeah. And so he kills Arena. Which. In the guise of like, you got your shit wrong. She even's like, I'm sorry, I was mistaken. And this, of course, upsets the Denali coven because that's one of their own. That's their sister. Um, and then... But still, I mean, before, but there's before still a, a, a conflict that's been averted because the Denali charge yeah. and then they get stopped and they get calmed well, down. But before any kind of anything, Alice goes up to him and is like, this is what will happen. If oh. you, if we continue with this battle, and that's when she shows Arl her visions of the. F- well, wait. Yeah, because Alice and Jasper come back. I know, but wait. Okay, I'm just saying this is what happens next. But she, but isn't it first she goes? I brought my own witnesses. She brings. I thought that happened after the battle. When she after the battle. Then we see Alice again. She's like, that's what's going to happen. And then that's when we meet the witness, the people she brought from Brazil. Mm, That's what this says, too. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, she shows Aro, like, whatever she shows him. And then. What what do you mean, whatever she shows him? No, 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 because. The most insane scene in the whole movie? Well, no, because she shows him. And then it, it, it morphs into. Like, we go into one of their minds. So, it says, in this violent 
vision. She and Jasper are arrested for attacking Aro after Alice finds out he will not change his decision and kicks him in the face. Yes. Yep. Carlisle tries to save them, but is murdered by Aro. Immediately. Immediately his head is cut off. Like he, Taken off. Ripped off. They're charging at each other. They jump into the air. They grapple. Aro lands, holding Carlisle's head. I screamed. Did you know this was not real? Okay, spoiler alert. Oh, I don't care. Because <laughs> um, I can't no, talk about this without... I forgot. I did too. And, and I so, think this is per the book as well, I'm assuming, right? Because the way they filmed it was actually really good. Because, because yeah, you, we go into... It's not like you get dream like, woo, well, No, because woo, we go into Aro and Alice, you know, mind melding. And then she turns to the colony and goes, he's not go. going to change or whatever. Yeah, she tells uh, right, she Renesmee and... Jasper to let go and Bella sends them off. Jake, you mean? Jacob. What did I say? Jasper. Oh, <laughs> she sends Renesme and. Oh, that'd be kind of fun too, though. Yeah, um, Renesme and, and Jacob. And go so they go running off. off. And yeah, this leads into our fight, which is yeah, Alice kicking her own in the face. Way more entertaining than any kind of Infinity War battle. I'm, but then that gets Jasper and Alice. Uh, Trapped by the votary, they're captive. Yeah, Carlisle is. Carlisle has lost his head. Jasper's lost his head. He's my head. Well, that's just but, I mean, the next sentence. But yeah, I'm just but Jasper yeah. is beheaded by Dimitri and Jane. We haven't talked about. Oh, Jane. there's Dimitri. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the guys, and Jane, of course, played by Dakota Fanning, which we love. Um, Jane with her Cruciatus curse. Um, I love Jane. So do I. Always have. I mean, Stan fan. Like, but. I mean, like Jane has always been kind of like cool and creepy. Yeah, it's just her look is great. Um, her in red, this movie, her she's, eyes are always red. They give her so much more to do, and it's so much fun. But still, not enough. Not enough. No, never enough. Because all she does is walk around going pain. And That's her way of saying crucio. She gets a little moody. She gets a little scared. Yeah, to actually see like more emotion. I from like her. She, I do like when she runs. I Allison, do like when she runs. Sam. That's a wolf, right? Sam? Sure. Um, they avenge Jasper by killing Jane because they work together. I Well, I like when Alice runs her down, grabs her, and is dragging her, and Sam shows up. He's standing there, and Alice just tosses Jane to him. <laughs> Here, have a treat. Have a treat. And, 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 and Sam... Rips her face off. Grabs, grabs her by the head and like a dog is just shaking There's it There's so it. many heads coming shaking off. I could not it. believe what I was watching. Shaking I, it until her head pops off. And then Caius, played by Jamie Camber Bowell. Bauer. Bowell. <laughs> J.B. Campbell Bauer. Which um, one's Caius? What color is his hair? Chartreuse. <laughs> it's that, the one who's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, he played... Grindelwald for no, a hot remember. second no. in Deathly Hollows. No. Jumping out of the window? No. You don't no, remember. Talking. Yeah, you do. He Is jumps that... out of the window? Oh, that that was a Gleason. No. Donald Gleason? No, yeah. that's Weasley. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and he's, Wrong person. And he's Vecna in nope. Stranger Things. No. And he's Caius. And he is partially beheaded so, by Tanya. <clears throat> Um, his death, I could not believe what I was watching. So, I mean, like... Could not believe. The default way for vampires to kill each other is to rip your heads off. And then burn them. And 
So when the Denali clan get a hold of the one person who killed Arena. Caius, right? He's the one. Who, uh, yeah. They do rip his head off, but they do it in the most brutal way. They <laughs> I could not believe it. Was, it. it was um, um, King Kong Godzilla T-Rex fight. Remember that? <laughs> When King Kong fights that T-Rex, uh-huh. grabs it by the jaws and it rips sort its of, jaws open. It sort of, you know, yeah, opens its mouth wider than possible. <laughs> That's why they I'm... do that to this guy. Yeah, uh, all the way. And rips its entire. Like I haven't ha- seen this much violence in like a rated R movie. This is PG thirteen. There were little girls who love Robert Pattinson watching this movie, going, "What is happening? People are getting their faces ripped off." Right in front of my eyes. And because, but the good thing is that they're vampires, so there's no blood. There is no blood, but it's still pretty brutal. <laughs> it was delightful. I screamed during Caius. Because Caius, I mean, okay, vampires, while you know not having any blood circulation or you know emotions, they can still feel pain. Yeah. And Caius felt he this. felt that pain. Um, <laughs> Seth is killed. By Felix. I think Felix is that darker hair guy. And then he gets pushed in the snow and then his head steps on him and rips the head off or something. Leah says, <clears throat> saves M's, M's's, <laughs> Esme's life, but loses hers in the process. Is that with like the cliff and stuff? Or the, the crack in the... Yeah, they fall They fall into the chasm. Or Benjamin made like the, the rift. The Yeah, Benjamin creates a fault line. Yeah, in Washington. <laughs> to the center of the earth. Yeah, there's like fire down there. I'm like, wow. Somehow that's... he's cracked the earth to magma. Yeah. <laughs> Liquid magma. Uh, Marcus, I don't remember who that is, welcomes his death as he is torn to pieces by Vladimir and yeah, Stefan. Marcus is the one who's the old guy who looks like Jeffrey oh, Rush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. He's yep. like, finally. He's like, oh. Yeah, he's been living this life too long. Because he... <laughs> he wants to retire at the end he... of the day. He's like, I'm done. Can I retire? He's been one day from retirement for the past <laughs> thousand know. years. And he's just standing there watching uh. everything happen. He sees the two guys coming at him. He's like, oh, finally. And then Aro tries to kill Edward, but a joint effort from Bella and Edward kills him. Yeah, he grabs Bella and she like kicks him in the face. She like... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, he's got... Aro's got uh, Edward by the head, trying to pull yeah. it off. And you can kind of hear, like, sinew tearing a little bit. Uh, like, there's some neck cracking. Yeah. But then Bella jumps on. Aro gets, is trying to pull his head off. She can't quite do it. No. Um, and then Edward gets free, jumps <laughs> on Aro's back to, like, really force the body minus head down. And Bella pops his head off. Like a dandelion. And then flings it. And we get Aro's... Headless POV, seeing like <laughs> a torch and all yeah. these like, people kind of crowding in on him. Yeah. And then it snaps to, turns out, that's still Alice's vision. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, what a fucking cop out. Stephanie Meir, you can't even kill off your characters. <laughs> you fucking wimp. Uh, the only one who actually died was Irina. Yeah. Yeah. Deservedly so. Eh, well, she fucked up. Um, so Aro, despite being afraid of this vision, obviously. Because Alice like, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's your future. Yeah. He still wants to kill Renesme because she might just become savage. Because he, he turns into alt-right like, mm, all of a sudden. She we might. Don't, they're the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. Whatever. So we're going to think of the worst case yeah. scenario. And that's when Alice and Jasper reveal their final that's witness. Right. Nahul? Nahul? 
a half human, half vampire, just like Renesmee, who stopped aging when he was. He stopped aging after seven years. Yes. Of rapid growth. Yes. Because he's a. He looks like a like a like a twenty two year old. And someone's like, "How old?" Is that anything? Is is it Bella? Who's like, "How old are you?" He's like, "I've been alive for one hundred and fifty years or whatever." Um. Yeah, he's uh, he proves that he's not a threat, supporting the notion that Renesmee is not one either. And then that bums the Volturi out. They're like, oh, fine, I guess. It's, I guess it should probably be okay. And Airfo, Airfo, <laughs> RO is like, well, I guess it'll be no, no fight and no battle today. Yeah, womp, womp. And, and they just leave, walk off. And then RO is still kind of lingering because he's he really just. I just really want to fight. He he wants some screen time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm still here. I'm still a threat to you someday. And then he zips away. He zips away. So then back at the Cullen home, I'm gonna get this. This is uh, all the witnesses go back. At, they go back to their everyone's their own saying lands. goodbye to like, Bye. Um, Alice glimpses into the future again. Sees Edward and Bella greeting Jacob and a fully matured Renesmee. Um, I want to know if that was someone and they CG'd an older Mackenzie Foy. Because it still Foy. got Mackenzie Foy's face. Yeah. I don't know who it was at first. I'm like, what? oh, that's old. Even though I'm sure only like a few months go by and suddenly she's like the right age for Jacob. I don't know. She's like, uh, I get, I mean, does that person look drinking age? No. She would get carded constantly. At the oldest, she looked 18 at the oldest. So, I mean, I think they would have, they would have to at least get her to get to like 21. <laughs> but, I because mean, I, Jacob is probably 18 at this point. He was younger than Bella. Oh, that's right. He was still preteen. I mean, like, he was like 15 pre-teen. or 16 still, when they right. met. So, I don't know, but she sees happy couples everywhere so in, yeah in jacob's about at the most he's 19 yeah if we're going on this three-year thing yeah <laughs> i just hope that this fully matured renesme is legal i wouldn't be so no crazy. because <laughs> she's not because she's really like, because that guy too- was still only seven years old <laughs> Ugh, okay i stopped aging after seven years oh so and then we have a sh- uh oh no edward reads alice's mind and feels relieved that Renesmee has Jacob to protect her. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of come to terms. Okay, fine, Jacob, I'm glad you exist. You're going to protect my daughter till the ends of the earth. It's great. Uh, can, I, can I start? Do I have to start calling you dad? He's like, no. Um, no. Da, do the wolves... So do they age slower than regular Well, because we got an old Graham Green and... Sure. We know they age. Right. They must be like wizards. <laughs> I mean, so she's like going to elves. She's going to outlive them. I guess them no elves what. are more like vampires. They don't. They stop aging right. at a certain point. So I mean, she's going to outlive Jacob by a lot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming she doesn't also go to the Grey Havens. <laughs> they might. You know, she might pull in Arwen and be like, "I don't want to age without you." So. But, but also, I mean. Can we assume? Can can maybe the wolves will themselves into not aging? If I don't know wolf lore, and when it comes to aging, like, I don't or, know. I mean, I okay. Here's what I think Stephanie Stephanie Meter might do. She's gonna make the rule 
that they will age according to their mate. Same rate. They live and die together, however long that takes. Hmm. So for Jacob's case, could be infinity. I don't know. Maybe if something horrible happened and Renesme died, was killed. Maybe Aro comes back. Maybe I mean, Jacob, in his grief, decides, I'm done living. And he yeah. instantly ages yeah, and dies. Yeah, what happens to the the person you've imprinted on? What happens if they Yeah, die? something horrible, horrible happens. You're just like, well. I mean, I. Didn't that happen to one of the wolves? Can't you? You can then imprint on someone else, right? I feel or, like that, or do you just become. I feel like they talked about that with Leah or. Didn't someone's mate die? Yes. Yeah, and they just sort of like live in grief the rest of their life. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, anyway, terrible movie. Alone. Then we cut to alone in the meadow. Their meadow. I hate it. Bella pushes her mental shield away. She's able to do that, and she and finally allows Edward to see into her mind, showing him every moment they have shared together. That's when I started getting a little on the emotional side. I did not. I know, but that's you, and that's me. I have a heart. You don't. I saw it as being, yeah, it was an attempt to be sweet. Well, and it, you know what? This I is, did like seeing just, you know, old footage. Wait, this is the end of a saga. You're going to see. It didn't have. It come full circle. Yeah. It, it had it, to. It definitely didn't have the impact that it would, might have had, had I seen it. Uh, if you were like a 13 year old girl. Yeah. You know that the, these young fans, this is perfect for them yeah i would have been a mess if i were young and obsessed with these movies and then like, get this ending if, where you're seeing from the beginning oh my god he can finally see well yeah you know if like star wars did this in some fashion i would be it would it would it would mean more to me like if ray grabbed those lightsabers and suddenly she saw she like saw every, from new hope she saw from new hope yeah People would hate it, and but it would also pull at your nostalgic heart. Sure. So I think this is kind of doing the same like thing. People would have screamed, "Oh, fan service!" Yeah, even louder. But people hate fan service, man. They hate it. Guess what? But I mean, I lap it up. I don't care. But no, if if like if if Star Wars did this in some fashion, it would it would probably mean as much to me as this should have. Sure. I I understood it. Yes, I you understood. I, I okay, I mean, well, I, understood. I, mean, that's... I mean, I liked seeing just the old shots. <laughs> sure, because it it really does show you how. But I, my heart was cold. You're that's rude. Um, and they share a kiss after I... Bella tells him, "quote Nobody has ever loved anybody as much as I love you," and he says, "quote With one exception." Okay. Does that mean him? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, wait, what does that mean? What I, what I liked more than that mind meld wrap up scene was the actual end credits. I loved I the appreciated end that. Because they show everyone who's been in. Everyone who's ever set foot on the set of Twilight. Yeah. You got your name they and picture. Sh- if you were only in the first Twilight, you got your name with a picture and a credit. If you were lucky enough to say at least one word on camera. Yeah, you got this. I mean, we see end credit friends from Forks High School, like Anna Kendrick. We see Bella's mom, who's only like in the first. She's like in the first two and a half movies, maybe two. <laughs> I mean, they show everyone, which like she I shows would, up at the wedding, which I really appreciate. Can you imagine if Star Wars did that? Yeah, the end credits would be thirty minutes long. That'd be awesome. It'd be like Lord of the Rings showing the fan club names. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, 
But I did like that they did this. It, and was, the, it was nice. The names were actual font from the book. And so when you get to your main cast, well, maybe not that one. What's that font? Garamond? <laughs> they, no. Garamond is Harry Potter, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get to our main three, Taylor Lautner, Robert Pattinson, Bella, I mean, <laughs> Bella's one, Kristen Stewart, it actually pulls the name. The first time their full name is mentioned in Twilight. It pulls that from the book page. You see the actual book pages. Yeah, I know. Which fans of the books, fan service. Didn't quite like that as much. No, I loved I it. I thought it was a little silly. I loved it. I was like, if <laughs> I appreciated it. But like I these it end credits were right up there with Return of the King end credits with the drawings. Okay. No. 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 It was right up there. I was like, I don't think I've been this, this affected like by the- end credits. No. And you know who else did it? This was like the wish version of those credits. You know who else did something like this was Endgame. The end credits. Mm-hmm. They had signatures. Okay. The cast signed their yeah, name yeah, with yeah. their end And they, it was very emotional. That was fine. This was silly. No, I loved it. I appreciate it. it, but it was silly. I didn't think it was silly at all. It it They knew exactly what they're doing. And people who have read, who started these books from the beginning, that that's who they were aiming towards. And they nailed it i loved it if harry potter did that i would um, have died no what because they the harry that's potter the version, one that didn't do it the harry potter version would have been having those three little stars Fuck each that time shit. one of like the key casts popped up and they could have done the same thing like, with bling. the books why is it huh they could have done the same thing with oh, the books. oh yeah, yeah pulling the name yeah <laughs> i don't i th- i thought I'm, it was I'm glad uh, they didn't no that would have been too much but for this it worked i'm and I think it's one of the best decisions they made for this whole saga. They, they nailed it. They blew all their brain power and budget on that whole sequence. I love it. I don't care. Like, uh, that was the most they thought of for this was, movie. It was the only time I ever shed tears during the Twilight Saga was these end credits because I thought it were, they were great. I don't know that I ever did. I was like, it got mm. me. Anyway, the end, Twilight Saga is over. Thank God. Um, Thank Mormon God. I have a few fun facts, but... Really, are they fun not, though? You know, I talked about the oh. animatronic baby. Are they fun or um, are they facts? <laughs> Kristen Stewart preferred working with real babies. Well, no shit, really. You don't want to touch this robot. They gave her a better performance. <laughs> um, I mentioned that Mackenzie Foy was a fan favorite to play the part of Renesmee for several several Foy. years. I'm like, what? What? Since Ugh. she was like three, what has she been doing? She was often included in Dreamcasts. And mentioned in online forums and message boards revolving around the series. Uh, every song that appears in the film and on the soundtrack is original and written specifically for the movie. Like that Green Day song in the end credits. I was like, this is Green Day. They wrote a song for Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. That's pretty crazy. Green Day. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm not happy about that. But. So, Rotten Tomatoes... 41? Uh, 49. <laughs> this is actually considered a fan favorite. Like, people love I this I understand movie. it. Um, Roger Ebert gave the film two and a half stars out of four. Oh, generous. Saying, quote, its audience, which takes these films very seriously indeed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will drink deeply of its blood. <laughs> the sensational closing sequence cannot be accused of leaving a single loophole not even some of those we didn't know were there. 
He concluded by saying Breaking Down Part 2 must be one of the more serious entries in any major movie franchise. It bit the bullet and I imagine fans will be pleased. So really, he was quite positive about this. He couldn't bring himself to give it three stars, but he acknowledged that... He was able to put himself in the shoes of Twy fans. Because how many times has a series... How many times has a series let down its finale? You know, and I think... This, they ended this batshit crazy saga. Uh, they did it well. I don't know. And I think Ebert acknowledged that. He's not going to say he liked the movie, but he says, you know what? They did it as they should. You know what I know Mackenzie Foy from? I just realized. Nutcracker? Ralph Lauren ads. Oh. That yeah. seems creepy. Yeah. Okay. She was in that Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Mm, sure. With Keira Knightley. Sure. And she was in a movie called Black Beauty. A TV movie called The Cookie Mobster. <laughs> <laughs> Which we are covering she, next week on of, this podcast. And of course she was in Interstellar. Oh yes, the daughter. Who grew up to be Jessica Chastain, I think. Not Bryce Dallas Howard? No. Jessica okay. Chastain's in that movie. Who then goes to Mars? And leaves Matt Damon Damon on the planet. Um, If you had to, since this is our last Twilight movie, Mm -hmm. if you had to rank, do you remember? No. Um, Which one did we like the most? We liked Eclipse. Which one is that one? The (laughs) third one. Because I know it's not the second one. There's five movies, right? There's five movies. Um, New Moon was the second one. We liked the first one. That one felt very indie, very quaint. Well, because the first one... It reminded you that you liked the books. <laughs> first one was very faithful to the first book because it's not about the Volturi. It's not about special powers. It's about two people falling in love. It's very simple. Yeah, we had James and Laurent in there. We had some vampire action. But in terms of plot, it's a very simple plot. Is the first one where we get scary stories? <laughs> It's just a scary story. Did he have long hair or know. short hair? I have no idea. I don't remember. I know. I don't. Because it depends. If he said it, if this, if he has short hair, it's New Moon. If he had long hair, it's Twilight. I, I want to say it's Twilight. He has long hair. I don't remember. Don't remember. We get the scary story, and then we get the laugh in the car. We get two highlights. We from... didn't talk about the laugh in the car. No, there's a, and it's. This... A throwaway scene, except for someone on Letterboxd also noticed this and had to write about it. Because when I heard the laugh and saw what was on camera, <laughs> it didn't match. I freaked out. So there's a scene where Bella and Jacob and because they're going Renesmee, to Charlie's house. Yeah, they're going or they're going somewhere. They're driving. Bella's driving to Charlie's house. Sure, Jacob. I don't care where they're going. Jacob's in to the Charlie's house seat. Renesmee's in the back seat. Bella and Jacob are talking, and I don't even know what the dialogue is. I don't know. I know he mentions, oh, you finished your Jedi training, so Star Wars does exist in the uh, Twilight universe, sure. which I love. But he says something, and he laughs. Well, I think the she Or she says... Someone he, says something. He gets some kind of reaction out of her, and he, and he laughs. But it's an off-camera, it's an off-screen <laughs> laugh, because <laughs> we don't see anyone laughing, but it's clearly <laughs> Jacob... <laughs> and and it's, all you see is Jacob 
smiling with teeth. I hope you find the laugh. I can't sound bite. No, it's impossible. <laughs> you can find. No way. I okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube Jacob laugh car car scene breaking down part two. Laugh. Jacob Bella. I don't know. It's great. I mean, it's it's not great. It's a throwaway. It won't we sound both, like it because this is gonna sound like a laugh. We both noticed it because this is not a visual <laughs> medium, so it won't matter. But the laugh sounded. Well, the laugh was insane. <laughs> but then when you couple that with his face of no reaction, it's even worse. But yeah. I don't, I don't think I can rank these because no. they're all one I, well, I crazy think like ride. It, it'll look something like, like an EKG, like a little heartbeat. It'll be kind of high at the beginning, go down. And then it'll peak back up, and, and then it'll be kind of out. in the middle. Yeah, just kind of like even out at the end. It won't. F- it's gonna flatline. I mean, Breaking Dawn Part One had its batshit moments with like the pregnancy, I and Part I Two hate- had the battle. So I'm gonna lump those into one. I think I hated Part One. Did I? No, I don't think you hate <laughs> any of these. Oh, I hate one of them. Um, we really liked Kristen Stewart in part one. I remember us really talking about like she is really like going hard. And part two, I think she knew it was almost over and she was just like, I'll do the running, but I just I cannot wait to be over. And I just kind of felt that. Not saying it was bad, but like she put everything she had into part one with the pregnancy scenes and everything. And then part two, she's like, okay. I'm like, she could see the light mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. end of the tunnel, and she was like, just, yeah, I'll be a vampire, I'll run, and we'll do a weird battle. Because really, she's not in, I'm not saying she's not in a lot of this movie, but this is probably she's the least. She's just not present. She, there's a least amount of screen time, I want to say, for Kristen Stewart sure. in this movie. Bella and Edward are really not the focus. No. Um, everyone kind of gets even screen time spread out because there's so many more characters in this one with the with the covens and stuff so um if i lump breaking down part one and two together they're kind of it's a good chunk but i wouldn't know where to rate it because the whole thing is just i think the one glaring disappointment uh which i think was the one lacking artistic choice that could have been made when Bella finally lets Edward into her mind, and he's seeing all the flashes of her life. Sure. It would have been nice to get glimpses of Kristen Stewart's other films. <laughs> little panic room situation. He's like, when were you what Princess else? Diana? <laughs> what else was she? Oh, my God. Spencer. What are you doing at Sangren him? Uh. <laughs> That Why do you have been, two sons? That would have been fucking hilarious. Oh my god! He's like, when was your hair that short? <laughs> He's like, wait, you like girls now? Your mom is Jodie Foster. That would have been some meta shit that uh, the young fans wouldn't appreciate, but us people who've but uh, <laughs> but um, the budget for this movie had to be obscene. It was obscene. It was one hundred thirty-six million. Not terribly obscene, but it was a lot. Too much for what we got, though. Um, didn't, I didn't see that. How much do you think this movie made? A lot. It made a lot. It's the highest grossing Twilight movie. Um, um, 650. So it made 848.5 oh. 
1.6 million. Didn't hit the billion mark. Mm. I it easily was almost there, but it was the sixth highest grossing film of 2012. And I was like, what made more? I couldn't think of what uh, came out in in 2012. Uh, the Avengers did. So the Avengers did 1.5. So that you had three, four movies that made over a billion dollars in 2012. And this was not one of them. Avengers, Skyfall, Dark Knight Rises, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. And then you have... All of them better than this? Sure. I, I accept that. Um, I didn't see Skyfall. I'm not going to make that decision. Skyfall was great. Uh, I would rather watch Twilight movies. Skyfall than... wasn't as good as Casino Royale. No. But Skyfall was... Fun. You know what number five was? Ice Age, Continental Drift. Yeah. That beat Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah, because that's the power of John Leguizamo. And then rounding out our top 10, the, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, a movie we own. Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. The Hunger Games, the first one, came later that year. Actually came around the same time as this. They both opened in like fall time of 2012, which is interesting. The ending of the Twilight Saga and the beginning of the Hunger Games, which wanted to be the next Twilight Saga, but didn't really achieve that. Um, Even though the books are better. The, the books movie, are way better. The movies are, might be better, too. Um, I, I I enjoyed the Hunger Game movies that I saw. Yeah, you didn't see Mockingjay 1 and 2. Mm, I didn't see... I don't... I don't... I haven't seen the ending of the saga. I've read it. And, and then great. number three or number 10, top 10 of 2012 is Men in Black 3. Another movie we own that we have not done yet. So, um, But yeah, that's the ending of Twilight. I do have a quick tagline. It only had one tagline. Blood, blood, blood. Um, the epic finale that will live forever. Oh, you know what? It's on the notes. It's better, better tagline. Heads will roll. Sleepy Hollow? I think so. Yeah. Um, really, I mean, the tagline works for me because what else are you going to say? Blood, blood, blood. Blood, blood, blood. Um, but yeah, that is the end of Twilight. It's, you know, I think it's still, it's still popular today. There's still people. Obviously, I mean, I'm reading Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun, of course, mm. is a book from Edward's POV came out during the pandemic. Stephanie Meyer had been working on it since the end uh since she was writing these books um it is a monstrous book and it is taking me so long to get through it i think without having read it i think i hate it you there's no way i would like that i feel like her writing has improved nope. okay well i won't try to defend her i just <laughs> i just her the what i've read so far again i am on page um, 41. I don't hate the writing. I'm like, hmm? no, her writing is actually decent. I don't Compared- know that I ever hated her writing. I would have to go back because I always hear people complain, oh, her writing sucks. But I feel like E.L. James' writing sucks, who based her writing on Stephanie Meyer. E.L. James, The Fifty Shades? Yeah. Because that's... Well, that's fan fiction. Isn't that Twilight fan fiction? It is. Right. And I've heard... I haven't read them. I won't read them, but I've heard like she is a shitty writer. Yeah. Like she just I've heard that many times. Yeah. And for some reason, I've 
transpose that onto Stephanie Meyer. Like, oh, she's a shitty writer. But reading this, I'm like, I mean, the writing's not, it's, it's, I think it's good writing. I don't know that I've ever said Steph- Stephanie Meyer is a shitty writer. No. Um, you just hate another, a retelling from someone else's POV. Because you don't like Edward. I just think some of the things she's written are not good. Okay. No, that's fair. That's and fair. I, but I don't think, I think a lot of it is contextual. <laughs> like, I don't like some of her weird her rules? messages and oh, her yeah. rules and things. Sure. But I mean, that's fine. It's, and that's a personal thing. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> like, I'm not critiquing her, her ability to write a story. She tells a good story. I mean, obviously, it, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people wrote these books and a lot of people saw these movies and a lot of people. But please put a fucking A in your name. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Is there anything else you want to say about the Twilight <laughs> no. Saga? No. No, we got to get going on our Saturday. We got center points coming to fix our drain and I got to go half price books and look for the short life of Alice and Stephanie Tanner. <laughs> Oh, Stephanie Tanner from Full House, The Short Life. No, I hope she lives forever. More than the well, other. More short than the other. second life. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. Should we pick for next week, then? Oh, I mean, I got to get up. I think we have 163. Yeah, 163. Hey, Google. Pick a number from 1 to 163. Here's a random number, 77. 77. Oh, it's kind of like right in the middle. Not really, but. Oh, this is fun. It starts with M, but it's not. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and I love it. I feel like not enough people have seen it or have talked about it. Came out in. The Mysterious Case of Benjamin Button. It came out in January of 1993. I saw it in the theater because Simon Fenton from The Power of One was in it. And it stars Who? Simon Fenton. He Who? played middle age. Who? He played teenage PK in The Power of One. No Pisco. one knows. <laughs> Piscop. But it stars one of your faves that you want to meet. Danny DeVito. Nope. Jack the Bear. D- no. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. No. Mr. Doubtfire. Are you thinking Robin Williams? No. It's someone who's still alive, who's lost a lot of weight recently. John Goodman. It stars John Goodman. We already watched Cody Ugly. What are you talking about? No. It's a different John Goodman. And Lisa Jacob from Independence Day. Uh-huh. She's in and, this movie. And Mrs. Doubtfire. And Kelly Martin, who ran over my foot with a shopping cart. What the fuck movie is And Omri Katz. Who? Omri Katz. There's cats in his movie? Is he in this movie? You know, from um, Hocus Pocus. Um, Who directed it? I don't know. Oh. But it's about a movie director. Oh, Matinee. Matinee. Why did I say it like that? Matinee. I think Beverly D'Angelo is in this. Maybe. Is that her name? Um, Matt Nay from 1993. I love this movie. It is so underrated. I've seen it once. It is so funny. Because this is your movie. This is definitely my movie because Simon Fenton. 
about the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 1960s and the director who made movies to scare people. Like Mant. <laughs> half man, half ant. Mant! Yeah, I've seen this movie once. It is... I get it confused. Criminally with, underrated. I, I get it in my mind. I get it mixed up with Blast from the Past. Oh. Is that Interesting. Brenda Fraser? Yeah, and I think it's about the same period of history. And they're hiding history. out in like a bunker. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone or something. Um, no, this is not that. Um, but this movie is so much fun. Ah, okay, well, until then, you can follow us on the socials at Why Do We Own This DVD? Everywhere except for Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks as always to Brushy One String for our theme song. You can find Brushy at brushyonestring.com. And thanks to Marlene LePage for our artwork. And I don't know what you want to end with. Um, you can go through the soundtrack, which is not streaming on Apple Music. Um, I have it on hold. But I can, but I can find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's the, the Christina Perry song that's actually from both Part One and Two. <laughs> Jar of Hearts. The Jar of Hearts song, <laughs> or the Green Day song. So I don't, I, know, I don't know if I liked that Green Day song. It definitely sounded like a Billy Joe Armstrong song. Not a Green Day song, but... Because I like Green Day. I know. It's a slower thing, but... All right. We'll see you next week for Matinee. The day we met Frozen I held my breath Right from the start I knew that I'd found the home For my heart be Are you not entertained?